Hey, great to be with you today. We're in 1 Peter chapter 4. We're going to start in verse 19. And um, just to give you a heads up, over the next four, five, six days, we're going to be just dealing with the issue of suffering twice. And um, we're going to approach it differently uh, in each of those instances, and it's going to be connected to the way that Peter refers to God. Um, So let's read this verse, verse 19, and then uh, we'll talk about it. The Bible says, Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to Him in doing good as a faithful creator. So, uh, I don't need to like reiterate when Peter's talking about suffering. Of course, we know he's he. I mean, he feels like he's got to qualify it again. Uh, we're not talking about suffering because you've been an idiot, you know, and you've been doing the wrong thing. He's like, you know, when you're suffering um, for doing good. Uh, but interestingly enough, you know, he talks about the pathway of dealing with with suffering um, in in a healthy way. And it's connected to, he says here, committing your soul to him and doing good as to a faithful creator. So like the perspective Peter gives to these people in suffering, like how, how do you really deal with it? You know, I think this is just a great question um, and one that it's not easy to ask in the midst of your suffering. Like honestly, like you know, when you're in the midst of suffering, it's so existential, right? You, all you feel is the pain All you see is the next difficult thing that's coming or that's on your plate. Um, And it's really hard in that moment to to be rational and uh, to think, all right, let let me hit the brake here and let me think about what the best way to deal with this really is. Um, Because you can't hit the brake on the pain. You know, the pain is, it's, you're living with it. You know, I mean, you're, you're dealing with the suffering and all that goes on with the suffering. I'm not just talking about the physical piece, and it might be that for you. I'm talking about all the emotional load that comes with that. And so it's really hard. You might be in that spot right now. Look, I'll tell you in times when I'm suffering, you know, I can, my mind can be spinning and I have to really discipline myself to anchor myself to God's word. Because if I don't, it's like letting go of a kite, right? I mean, there you just fly away, you're gone. And uh, reeling you back in is not an easy thing to do. So, so if you're in that spot, look, I just wanna say to you, um, I know how challenging that can be. And you know, my stuff's different than your stuff, but, but the fact remains. Peter here says, listen, what you need to do is you need to commit your soul in doing good, commit your soul to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. It's the title of God here in this verse that Peter's focused on. He's reminding them, listen, you can commit your soul, you can hand your soul over to God, you can hand over the most essential piece of who you are and all that that means. All that means, past, present, and future, your identity, your reputation, your relationship with God, all that he has planned for you, you can, you can commit that to him. You can place that into his hands as to a faithful creator. It's a very fascinating phrase that Peter uses here, and I, I do believe um, this is the only time it's used in the New Testament, but I think that he's hearkening back to Genesis and um, creator God and how Adam and Eve were made in the image of God with divine purpose to be image bearers, right? I mean, they, they were to reflect the glory and the beauty of God. There was purpose, there was meaning. And even in their failure, 
God had a plan to sort that out. You know, you got Genesis, you've got Revelation, you've got the redemption story in between. God is the author, God is the faithful finisher, and God is the one who sustains in the center. And I think this is precisely what Peter is saying. Listen, the one who made you and shaped you and gave you purpose and meaning and really initiated this relationship that you have with him, you're born again now, not because you pursued and sought after him, but fundamentally because he was seeking you. He was knocking on the door of your heart. And the faithful creator not only is faithful in inception, the faithful creator is faithful in completion. He's, you can commit yourself to him in the midst of your suffering, knowing that he who began a good work in you will complete it to the day of Jesus Christ. And that's, that is where you experience the supernatural peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't mean that, you, that the miracle has happened and the pain has been taken away. It doesn't mean that the answer to the why has been given. It doesn't mean that that problematic relationship has been all sorted out and resolved. It means that you've stepped back, you've surveyed the situation, and you've remembered that the faithful God who started your relationship with him is the same God who's going to be faithful to complete it. And so knowing that, you place your whole essence and being into his hands and, and you trust him. I just want to encourage you today with that because sometimes when we're in the midst of that pain, we, we can't see the end. And sometimes the only end we're focused on is the end of our pain. And that's why it's good for us to remember the, the fullness of all that God desires to do in our lives. He's going to be faithful to bring you home, home to heaven, to that eternal, beautiful, glorious relationship with him where he will be in the center, the Father, with the Lamb, and we will worship him forever. He will be faithful to complete that work in your life. Lord, we do love you and <clears throat> just pray that you would faithfully strengthen those today whose hearts need to be lifted up in Jesus' name. Amen. Have an awesome day.